You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV Glee Edition. Tonight's host is Paul Ashton. Joining Paul will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Trilby Glover, Catherine Bayliss, and Phil Svitek. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Paul Ashton! Good evening, Gleeks, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV for Glee Season 2, Episode 8. Uh, I am Paul Ashton, I'm here with Trilby Katz. No Phil tonight, instead joining us, rejoining us after his uh, storming performance last <laughs> week. Special Glee consultant Ashanti is with us. Hello, hello, And hello. Uh, sparkling, <laughs> sparkling like, uh, like the stars on a clear night here in LA. A disco star, if you will. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here, guys. Of course, we've got Corey in the Perspex booth. Um, tonight's episode of Glee, uh, before we start um, breaking it slash tearing it down, uh, let me recap what we went through. Uh, Kurt and Finn's mum and dad uh, get engaged, and Kurt organises the wedding tonight. Sue gets married to herself and uh, has to deal with her mother returning, played by Carol Burnett, after three years' absence. Harry, Sam and Artie stand up to Kurt's bully while Finn fails to act. The bully is expelled temporarily but then returns, and in response, at the very end of the show, uh, Kurt leaves for the all-boys school uh, up the road. Um... So it was, tonight's episode was it was a wedding episode. It was about w- weddings and family and and bullying. Um, let me start by saying I think it's it was one of the lamest episodes of Glee I've ever kind seen in rare. my life. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it was called Furt, and I think that <laughs> right? explains everything. I mean, it sounds like a wet fart. <laughs> Thank you. It? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Take out the U and the A. Right. We have fart hooray. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, look, let's obviously preface this. We're all massive fans of this show. Anyone who's listened to us talk about it would know that. There have been some great episodes um, this season, and this show does a lot of things well. Um, Tonight, it sort of... It seemed to steer clear from everything it's good at and indulge in everything it can be bad at. The writing was really, really not on par. It was really sappy. It took 23 minutes for the first song to happen, and the song choices were terrible. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what happened in the writer's room for this week. I don't know what that director was thinking. Um, Like, was the budget... Like, did they spend all their money on Umbrella and Dancing in the Rain last week? Yeah, And they had nothing left for this episode? All I wanted to do was cry with Kurt. But, um, no, like, today I was on online on Facebook, and I was reading Cord Overstreet, who plays Sam. Right, he's your friend, right? Right, right. I was reading his little uh, caption, and seriously, he's like, I can't wait to watch tonight's episode. And... Forgive me, I don't remember the director's name. And so and so is the best director ever. I'm like, now I'm like, oh god. Well, I mean, I don't want to is- like diss on her, but I mean, I just felt like everything was just so slow. Uh, just so fast. And it did, but I mean, do you think that's like, is that was that a PR exercise? Has, <laughs> has his publicist said, can you write something about tonight's episode because it's going to be crap, so we need to drum up some heat? <laughs> 
I mean, I I uh, felt like it was it was kind of like they really did want to take a backseat to like the excitement that we had from last week. It was like a, a, a great departure from the excitement that we got from Gwyneth. And here's the thing. I mean, it does. Sorry, go go to. Oh no, and I, I feel like they wanted to take a big leap in storyline with the mm, characters. Right. We hadn't focused on everyone so much. Right. It was all about Gwyneth's character, which right. doesn't really yep. take the journey right. forward for everyone right. else. But. In so doing, I think it was but very here's the thing. emotionally it's wallowing. And, yeah. it's, it's so strange because it was such an opportunity. To me, it, it, the, what frustrated me the most about it was the wasted opportunity. Everyone knows that in all soapies and stuff like that, you, when you want to get the biggest ratings, you bring out the wedding episode. And the only thing that matches it is the death episode when someone dies right. in, like a, in an ongoing series. Right. We had, no, we had a, a wedding, a double wedding, and we'll talk about the double wedding, <laughs> like... <laughs> Trip down the, you know, like false misleading advertising last week for that Sue Sylvester crap. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. it was it a, such been a so massive. It would so much more exciting if she had married someone. Yeah. Or just, or just they just hadn't yeah. done that. Yeah, and just how many great yeah. songs are there about about marriage? I'm like uh, going to the chapel. The, the, and exactly. Straight off the bat, we. I mean, there yeah. were so many opportunities for them to have really gone like hell for leather on some wedding <laughs> numbers, and yeah. you know, and they tried to they tried to layer it in with um, like uh, like the promise ring thing. I mean, mm. that made me sick. Yeah. I mean, Already? Sam, and, but was he just doing that to try and to try and get, I mean, there was this thing with the I boys, this little like, subplot of the boys competition, their alpha male thing. Yeah. Was he just trying to get Quinn for Bray? Is that the only reason he did that? I think, I think part of it, his storyline, for me, is like he's a little undercover, a little down low maybe. A little gay. I don't know. Maybe he's using the, <laughs> the And he's overcompensating Yeah, the we're like, rings. yeah, let me give you this and We'll think about it maybe you know, <laughs> later on. I don't well, know. I don't so know. Let, I, feel, I don't feel. I don't feel a truth with his character yet. Yeah. Right. Well. So let's 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 talk about the the straight wedding. The mum and dad are getting are getting married, and um, Kurt's organising the wedding. Perfect opportunity. And um, and let's like this is the first point. To, the first opportunity missed was the dancing, where mm-hmm. Kurt was going to teach the the gents how to dance. Here's an opportunity for a, for a number, and for some real. I don't know something something fun and it was just something original and there was nothing uh, they were just kind of like hopping around and the dancing wasn't even it was mm, that the wedding was the wedding sucked it was just (laughs) a really sucky wedding yeah right usually when they when they go into a scene and they're they're, they start singing and they're dancing i believe it yeah i didn't believe it yeah like that let's like so so the first the first bit of music uh uh, no, the second piece of music was the song in the chapel, where after obviously Finn's trying to be a bit cooler, um, right. and and so and he's worried about hurting his image by standing up to the bully. This that little sort of that whole thing about Finn like being caught out for not standing up, um, and then his sort of, his connection with Kurt. That was yeah. the one thing for me that worked tonight. Like mm-hmm. I believed that there was it was was well well executed. Um, uh, but that song, as soon as they turned around and came into the chapel, like I just, I felt like we were watching some B grade high school, high school production, high school of production, musical. high school production yeah. of High School Musical. Yeah. Oh dear! <laughs> what was the dancing stuff they were doing? I don't know. It was like it was parody. You know, I was, so. I was trembling when the dad and then the mother. I was like, "What is she doing?" Yeah, too much. But even the other, much. even I mean, not even Heather, um, Heather Morris no. had anything good to do. Or um, 
abs man. What's Mike Chang? Mike Chang oh. came. I mean, I mean, they didn't even Adam give him anything that good. Either. Why were they singing that song there? I like they. It just they came out. It just it did not work. And what was that song? Yes. I don't know. I've, I oh. honestly, I don't think I, I've, I've never heard it, heard it before. So, but, it I, be... but I remember in the middle of it, it's like, and we're drinking Patron. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's got to be some recent song that's like a rap yeah. song. I have no idea. Uh, I, I think I, I want to marry you. I mean, it was it was a show tune, wasn't it? I thought it, it must be like, a, like, a like whenever whenever it's a, a song that yeah. I think Patron's been around for a long time. No, I know. <laughs> I know. Maybe it was like... a Patron commercial. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it really was that good. Uh, I mean, anyway, so that was that wasn't. I did so bad. like it when Kurt said when he found out his parents were getting married that he had a trunk of wedding yeah. gifts <laughs> and he's all ready bed. to go. Yeah, he's yeah. ready. That he's was ready. good. So cute. Um, you know, but I mean, I would have. I mean, there again, I would have loved to. Have, I would have loved to have seen them. I would have liked to see him. Yeah. And quite frankly. Um, for, <laughs> for I would have expected a, a bit, 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 bit oh, better. Thank you, oh, yes. thank you. That's the what yellow, I was saying. Did you see, like, in that wedding scene, it was all a uh, yellow and red wash yeah. light. There was yeah. no the light lighting was crap. It was like bad. it wasn't good. Um, was I mean, it, the highlight was Matthew Morrison doing a couple of marimba dances yeah, side his, to side. Yeah, his movements were very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> very <Right>? exciting. Really. <laughs> but that was about it. I mean, I was relieved to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting because he had planned this since he was two, maybe. Yeah. Doing a wedding, being a wedding planner since two, that this was going to be a great wedding. Like something extravagant and... They got, really like, must have been little carnations in the hair, and like it was just really sad. Really low kind of, budget yeah, this week. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Matthew Morrison always brings it. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's always episode. committed. Yeah, always fully there. Um, and you know, but he's and then the wedding. You know, the the speeches that the mum and dad made. Like that was all. It was all you know, nice stuff. But it was. We should have been. They should. They should have. They should have like got us to a position where we were so amped up about it and so romanced by it that when they said that stuff, we went with the cheese. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because there's enough where it history. Was kind of just banged on our head. Yeah, yeah. and when you consider how well certain episodes are written, yeah. when you, when you get those tirades from Sue Sylvester and you just the language is so sharp, mm-hmm. you're going, where were yeah. those writers for this episode? Right. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, the funniest thing she did tonight when she was calling them. When she called Porcelain. him out his name. Porcelain. Oh. Porcelain, but Porcelain. it was late. But no, it was Lady first. Lady. And then that was like one of the funniest moments. He's like, you just call me Lady. And she's like, well, whatever. <laughs> I thought that was Sorry. your name. Yeah, I thought, I thought, that, thought was that was your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you have well, a choice. You have a choice of effing Porcelain or Tickle Me Dollface. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Porcelain. But it was, it was nice how, I did like how they um, managed to, how Kurt stood up to Sue there about that that was sort of bullying as well. Right. And how yeah. that then, that then sort of, you know, um, segued into, to uh, right. meeting Sue's mother, Cap- played by Carol Burnett. What did you guys feel about Carol Burnett? Wasted? <sighs> Wasted. I really was expecting more. I was expecting more. more. I like, I, I love Carol Burnett. I expect, I, I don't know. I, did she ha- just have nothing to nothing do with Nothing to do. Can I just say, like, the dumbest thing about tonight's episode was that she's a Nazi hunter. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. It's just like I he, mean, I know that when, was a point. But. When Sue, when Sue talked about that, it was funny. Like, absolutely, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. When you see her and she's there saying, "No, I've been away for three years because I've been chasing Nazis," it just feels like a different yeah. show to me. I don't know. It just, I didn't laugh. It was yeah. too out of reality. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. just didn't. It didn't work. I get that. Maybe she's a bully. She, she didn't. 
she did. I don't know what what a Nazi hunter would look like or how they would dress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, I didn't feel the, her dress the part of a Nazi hunter. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel like Carol Burnett was like really taking out Nazis at the end of the day yeah. with a red suit on. Like, but we, was, you know, we did get to see why me. Sue is how she is. Yeah. You know, that was that was. I saw the yeah. similarity. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, for um, sure, that was great. But uh, I just wasn't I was vibing on that whole yeah, storyline. Like, was I was story. not excited. Normally, when Sue is on, I'm totally excited. It's actually one of the first times I reckon Jane Lynch didn't buy what she was selling. Yeah. Well, but I, I think, think just a couple yeah. of lines. They kind of gypped yeah. her with the with the storyline of her marrying herself. Like it was not. It was silly. They built it up last yeah. week as being a double wedding, think... and that was they really let us down yeah. with that. Yeah. I, that should not have happened. It no. was such a it was such a cop out. Yeah. It was not I, funny. I think it would have been better if she'd gone back to the guy who said you can't tame the tiger or yeah. something yeah. like that. At least something ridiculous yeah. and well, that's funny what they or set bring it up in for. a new character yes. that we could respond that, to. Yeah, yeah or, and that, but that's what they set it up for and have him like walk out the last minute again and, you know, create some drama that way and run into the arms of that other bitch at the news desk. You know, there was all... <laughs> and then have, have Carol, Carol's, uh, Carol Burnett in that way, you know, yeah. make it... At least I could have gone there, but just this narcissistic trip of Susie, it made her so much more alienating. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. We can't relate to her anymore because that is such a crazy thing to do. Mm -hmm. And to actually carry out a whole set and, and, she, and at the and same she was time kiss herself and I mean that it's just at so weird. At the same weird. time they've got <laughs> her being the principal. Yeah. Ceremony, so <laughs> yeah. it was like Yeah, it was just on? it was so trippy. And then at the same time though, she's being the principal, but she's actually kind of doing an, a good job at it for the yes, first time. Yes, yeah. She kind of actually has, has some reason. Right. And what, what did she say? I'll, if, you know, if he puts a finger on you, I'll have him expelled faster than, faster than a tight takeout place can read you back your order or something <laughs> like that, right? That was a great line. Yeah. Yeah. And she did. She expelled him and sort of seemed to actually be normal. At the same time, she's marrying herself. Yeah. I don't know. It's that not didn't cohesive. Maybe, yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah. it's... Uh, mm. I kind of want to say that it's plain to Sue kind of going crazy and losing it a little bit. Like, she hasn't really had a a strong grasp on anything as far as um, anything to go after storyline-wise. Or having a good connection she has with the someone. Cheerios, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They, they kind of lost the, the, the momentum for her And character. since she's given up on it, getting rid of Beast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, so you know, we just need to, to get back her. to the original, uh, the you know, and her taking on uh, Schuster and stuff, I guess. But, uh, but, but then I at the end, of course, she, she relinquishes. The, or, does she? or does, does Reluctantly. Does, I mean, <laughs> yeah. isn't it just that he's coming back from sickness? Yeah, that's probably. I think it's just Figgins is coming right. back, right, right. and she's like, I'm resigning oh, yeah. as a protest. Right, right, in protest. <laughs> I am glad he's coming back because I do really like his character. Yeah, yes, absolutely, yes. and yeah. The, 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 the balance of power of the show isn't... Uh, it's not good if she actually is in charge. The power, right. No. Yeah, it's yeah, a, she, yeah. she should be fighting for the yeah, power. Yeah, yeah I, I, like actually, I actually think that that should have gone back an episode earlier. Yeah. Um, but I guess guess maybe the Gwyneth thing, you know, put that off. Mm. Um, <clears throat> then, of course, we have the bullying um, uh, storyline running through. And, I mean, I have no, no problems with that. I mean, it does need to get resolved quickly because it has been the same thing three eps in a row, mm -hmm. which they do tend to do. But it was good. The boys stepping up. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, I, I, again, like it was uh, sort of... Well dealt with, right? And that was a good fight scene, you know. I thought Great the fight, fight scene, scene too. Like even when the dad, you know, he's like, "What you're beating on my son, whatever," mm -hmm. and he went out there. I was like, "This is real." Like that yeah. was pretty that was cool. Very the dad real. went out there, and 
you know, it just I just love the relationship between, you know, Kurt and his daddy. Yeah. I think that, like, it is probably one of the, the I mean, it More is the only. real connections yeah. on the show, yeah. Oh, between the parents and stuff yeah. like that, you yeah. know what I mean? You never see Finn's mother. All yeah. of a sudden, she's getting married. I mean, you don't yeah. see her that much, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so, so it does sound like, I mean, you know, we are piecing together some parts that did work for us in, mm-hmm. in the episode, but it was mainly uh, the wedding stuff, anytime it got into the wedding stuff that we were, and because that was the bulk of it, we were I just felt like it, that was forced. That, it, it, first of all, the engagement, I knew that, the, that Finn and Kurt's parents were dating. But the announcement of the marriage and then the marriage happening in the same episode, it was just like so much trying to trying to get you involved in the episode and create this buzz in the episode and there was nothing really to get excited about. Yeah, I mean, you I don't mean, really it, have it's a love not, for it's the not unlike, I don't think it's unlike a wedding. I don't think it's unlike Glee to move that fast, but usually I would have but here's the thing, why didn't they use their their number one tool, songs to right. create that world, right. to create that excitement. Right. They're they're going to the chapel. I just right. it, it I I, I don't understand why they will spend an entire season like doing huge jump cuts in narrative, like right. doing short, well-written scenes with songs to make it up. And right. then today they try and do this other stuff that just sucked balls. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I hate to be a Debbie, like constant Debbie, De- Debbie Downer, ladies and gents. But, I mean, let's, let's talk about the music because, as I said, it was 23 minutes or 24 minutes before our first song and it was Why Did I Ever Leave Ohio, a duet with Carol Burnett and um, Jane Lynch. Did I like it? Well, I just felt that they chose it because it's an old school song and Carol Burnett's old school. So right. she's probably like, I want to sing an old school song. I'm like, okay, we'll find one that kind of meshes with y'all. I don't know. That's what I was feeling. I mean, maybe. Absolutely. I agree. Um, and, you know, they sang it They sang it just fine. Yes. And, you know, if it had been the one, what the one like that in amongst a show of like four other killer hits. Right. Sure, I'd, yeah. I'd take it for sure. It's Carol Burnett. But we don't really for hear... That, yeah, and for that to be the first song that we hear in the whole episode... Halfway I, through? I was like, womp, womp, you're putting me to sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, was kind of impressed by, uh, <laughs> by Sue's... Like, her voice. Yeah. She can sing. Yeah, I was like, both of them. She is such an alto, I mean, and it's so low. I mean, yeah. But I she can, can really sing. I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. did you see her Saturday Night Live uh, hosting? No. She hosted, when she hosted Saturday Night Live her, for her opening um, monologue, like they always do, right. she sang a song about how she never gets to sing on Glee. Oh, <laughs> and how nice. and, and and how of course they should all be about her. It was v- it's really funny. I think it's on Hulu, so you should go and check it oh, out. Nice. Well um, <laughs> then of course we get to the wedding, and we're hoping for some salvation. Um, and uh, we hear the Bruno Mars song "Amazing" kick on. Well, personally, I'm not a huge fan of the song, but um, how? What did you guys feel about that? That was the best part for it me. It was the best. It was the best part of the episode. The yeah. best song, definitely. It didn't have any competition. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say it. It kind of was like anticlimactic, though, because you get this song that you kind of hear like 5,000 times a day on the radio. Yeah. And then you get it in this episode and they didn't really do anything different with it. It was first kind of weird because he started singing the song. Finn starts singing the to, song. To 
Rachel. To, oh, but then to the mom. Yeah. That was confusing. Yeah, and he was like, I dedicate this to Kurt. But it went from Kurt, yeah. it went from yeah. Kurt to the mom, and then Rachel to made Rachel. a joke about yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that was a bit confusing. Yeah. And I was I like, know why, why would you sing this song to Kurt <laughs> at their wedding? I yeah. mean, I also thought that that was funny, like, even just the storyline of trying to make the wedding about Kurt and Finn. Right. Well, sometimes really... I am starting to feel that I know that this and whole that's season. What I'm would that really be what would be happening? But at that's a what I, that's what I mean as far as like, you know? there's no, there was no real passion for the wedding or anything. Like you didn't get excited about the wedding because you don't have a care for the the parents, their so their relationship. So they force it on and then exactly. that feels well, you weird, see, what it felt to me more like is 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 forcing the you know this thing of making this season about Kurt's story. Uh, that I just felt that I'm just like that's all I'm seeing yeah, now. I yeah, mean, I was shocked yeah. to see Rachel Berry talking in the you know the Glee Club uh, room about let's get the boys together to defend. Like, yeah, that I don't see Leah Michelle do anything anymore, and yeah. you know, yeah. um, and 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 it, it's just. I mean, it is. Imp- that's it's a very important storyline. I want to see it played out, but sometimes I think it's hijacking the show. Yeah. So yeah. do y'all think that Santana is gonna like spill the beans or something? She's gonna like. Yeah, I that was that. Kind of, so this was a we nice little know thing. That I didn't know she'd had. No. Sex see, and that's something they probably just wanted to bring up just to create some more drama in there because I I don't think that was something that was brought up before. Yeah, that's one of the good things. You can always create history. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh, oh yeah, last year. They're in high school, this. exactly. It was we summertime, yeah, school. I loved it when she said, Santana said to him about uh, Rachel, that midget is an anchor dragging you down. <laughs> <laughs> to the depths of loserdom. Yes, to the loser, Loserville. Yes. Loserville, something like that. Yeah, that was, yeah. so that, that, there were a couple of other, um, there were a couple of other lovely little quotes tonight. Um, we're going to Waikiki to the hotel where they put up the guest stars from Lost. <laughs> <laughs> and that was an absolute killer. Yeah. Um, yes. After they, after um, after Carol Burnett and Jane Lynch sang together, Carol goes, "Well, that wasn't as good as I thought it would uh, right, be." Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, uh, you know, totally gets that relationship. Um, oh, and she she uh, she's talking about being in Phoenix, and, um, and <laughs> she said it was just punishment enough just to be there right. for the Nazi killers, right. uh, for the Nazis. So there were there were a couple of good one liners. Um, oh, have you ever heard the one slushy facial? I don't know. Like, you know when this guy was like, oh, whatever, whatever about slushy facials or something? No. No, you didn't hear that? No. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I caught it. No one else did. Oh, what? Kirk, oh, Finn's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, isn't that in his speech to Kurt? I've yeah. got your back no yeah, matter what, even, yeah. if, even if it means I get a, a slushy, slushy in the face. face. Yeah. Oh. A slushy facial. I, ex- I guess it, that just appealed to me because I really want a facial. You right really? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds a little bit more than. Uh, oh. It's not sexual, is that? No, it's not sexual. No. Thank you, Trilby. It can be. <laughs> Shanti's a little. Mm-hmm, I am. Sorry. Um, okay. Well, uh, unless anyone's got anything else to say um, about what they saw, well, it's time. It is time oh. for. Afterbus TV News. Take it away, Trilby. Dina Lohan wants to sue the show for making fun of Lindsay's rehab. Matthew Morrison reveals that the show's response to that is to take a dig at Dina every episode from now on. <laughs> He's pretty confident, is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. God, I mean, what a, what a horrific woman, and she should... I mean, we all have to take responsibilities for our actions, but some of us are also really shaped by our parents yes. more so than others, and one can't help but want to point a fat fat finger at that woman for what she's done to her children. True. Mm-hmm. True. 
the possible link between Morrison and actress Cameron Diaz looks like it has failed. Mm. Diaz was seen with her on-again, off-again hubby A-Rod over dinner at a private members club on November 17th. A-Rod is in the baseball player? Yeah. Yes. The steroid. The sleeper. But they're not actually married. No, 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 no. But it's just... A Baby daddy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> On the bright side, Morrison has teamed up with InSync's JC Chazé, who is writing songs for Morrison's new album. Oh. Is that how you pronounce oh. his name? Chazé. That's how you pronounce Chazé. Yeah. Says that all the songs will be tailored to the triple threat actor and not Mr. Schuster. And actually, someone I know recently heard this album or his new album. Really? How did they hear it? Uh, they know the music producer. Right. And what did they say about it? They said it was really cool. It, it still, what sort it, of music? That it still did have that kind of... Mr. Schuster It still did have a bit of, of the Mr. Schuster well, it's because, vibe. I mean, he's, uh, yeah. he's, a, he's a stage yeah, Broadway he's a performer. Stage you can't yeah. get away performer, from that. Performer, yeah. And, but, uh, that, but it was a little cool. It did have the edge, but they had to kind of... Oh, I think the information was that they moved the beat a little bit because he likes to sing right on the beat a lot. And it's to really try to hard edge him up a little bit. For Broadway actors to, to sell records, mm-hmm. like to make yeah. the record and sell. No, I don't know anyone that's I mean, made it. Okay, never mind. But I think he will. <laughs> okay, it's never just, mind. It's just it's, you, the other thing is I think it's also hard because you, you, you can't try and be something you're not. Yeah. And you know it's like white boys trying to like unless right. you're Eminem who can just has he has just it happens to be be amazing black or right. well, I don't know I mean, <laughs> so, you, you know what I mean like they're just, just if you yeah. try like yeah. some voices don't work for rock and roll some pop you know voices don't work for pop and sometimes if you work too hard trying to be something you know it just sounds terrible yeah so I'm yeah. Not, like I hope it works out though because obviously we we love him. I enjoy him. Darren exactly. Chris, Glee's new dreamboat. Who's been number one on the star meter on IMDb after mm-hmm. last oh. week. Treated patrons of LA's The Grove shopping mall to an impromptu concert yesterday covering part of your world from the little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that Ariel song. Right. I know, that's what he sang for his audition. We looked it up the other day and we watched his... Because he, on... he got won that competition or was one of the people who he sent in the tapes and for he's the got like curly hair and he sings in a and he looks much more sort of edgy like 70s edgy vibe than he does on the show but he no, sings clean cut the one with sing but he sings hair. part of right. your world no the guy that Kurt's in love with at, um, oh see I haven't seen him perform yet I haven't seen him oh you missed the show that one yet, yeah. but in he's good but in the show he's very clean cut and oh. on the YouTube video or whatever he's very like he's kind of a bit more rock and roll and his oh, hair's now. Oh Except he's singing Ariel's song. It's so with the guitar. It's so weird. And like we were, we, right? we were sort of wondering what the process must have been because it didn't really feel like it was anywhere near good enough to get you the role. Like it might have been like, oh, we're interested in his look. He can sing. We'll get him in for a callback or, mm. or yeah. the second round. I assume they do it like yeah, that, right? Yeah, we were right? wondering what it because it was fine, but it wasn't. It was certainly that, nothing or? on what he did on the show, and I didn't. You know, it's just interesting. <laughs> it's a dodgy name. He's just I saying mean, I want yeah. to be a part of the Glee world. That's all he <laughs> part was of the world, right? I don't know. I yeah. like it. All right. Amber Riley, who plays Mercedes on the show, revealed that she lets out her inner diver when she builds scenes for the show. Uh-huh. Diva, yes, she says. <laughs> I remember talking to Ryan Murphy, and he said, "You are really sweet, and this character is a diva. I need." you to be the opposite of who you really are. Oh, she's got that down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes just because you know how to play two of the cards doesn't mean you're not always playing all the other cards. She might be a diva all the time, but she just doesn't show it. 
Well, uh, next, maybe not. Next, next. <laughs> Anne Hathaway has revealed she would love to play Kurt's gay aunt on Glee. Where does she go? Exactly. Is she old enough to be his aunt? No, no she's like 27. That's also what I'm thinking. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> anyway, Glee's Dirty Dancing cover of Time of My Life has leaked online. It's performed by Deanna Agron, who plays Quinn, and Cord Overstreet, who plays Sam. It's rumored the song will be part of the November 30th episode at sectionals. Oh, that, well, that... That, that could be fun. That I just hope fun, they do the lift. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have to. They have to do the lift. Have to. If they don't do the lift, that would be boo. great. And, you know, it's going to... In the water. And, and Diana's <laughs> going to have to step up as well, vocally, right? I mean... Well. I mean, she does have a lovely voice, I think, Diana. It's almost like a jazz singer, like, really. But it's got a... Yeah, yeah. I don't well, know. She, she, she might have a nice tone. We'll see. Yeah. And that's your After Buzz TV Glee news and gossip for this week. All right. Thank you, Trilts. Uh So for next week, it looks like we're going to sectionals again. So, we're, I mean, I'm sure we're going to be promised a lot of music, a lot of dancing, and hopefully they'll make up for everything that went wrong this week. <laughs> oh, and then Kurt's um, going to the new school. Yeah. Do you, okay, here's the question. Is that going to last? Or will no. he come back? No, I just think this back. makes um, – there's, like, contrast now because now Kurt's going to be competing against his, his Glee club. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know that it will last long. I think it will, I think it will put the strain on his relationship with that boy. He'll see him in a different light than he did. When you're when you, in close quarters with somebody that you're interested with, in, it creates a, a, a weird dynamic because you start learning things about them that you don't really want to know. You're right. like, I didn't like you that much. Actually, you're an asshole. So and I yeah, exactly. To do with you. Exactly. So <laughs> it might be something that'll push him back over to the. Um, right. To so the we other think school. that by the end of the season, Kurt will be back with New Horizons yes. for the final. For the has n- to be. Yeah, yes. Yeah, okay. They'll fight um, for him. But then what will happen to Darren, because he's just been picked up as a new series regular. Ooh. He'll come over to the school. Yeah. He, gonna, really? he has. On the strength of his first episode, he's a, he's a regular. Nice. Uh, you know, or like 10 of 13. I don't know what the contract is, but he's hanging around. That's awesome. Um, oh, wow. Kudos to him. That's amazing. He'll yeah. come over to, to well, the Well, he was likable. You know what happened with that? They, when they, that, they put that on... That song, the the cover that they did of um, Katy Perry, which was amazing. That was that was became. I don't know. Teenage I don't know Dream. whether it was downloads on YouTube or on iTunes I when did. it was released. It was it broke records. It's like oh. the biggest of any of the Glee songs ever, and it took. I mean, or, or for maybe for maybe songs that come off TV shows. I, I don't have my facts right on it, but I know that it broke a record. Wow. Uh, and which kind of. I mean. It surprises me, quite frankly, because it was a cappella. It was all boys. I mean, it was it was super camp, like, and uh, it, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. But, but it just also, like this song is such a huge song right it's now. It's just so hot, hot right now because I don't really listen to Katy Perry, so I don't get it. Where, yeah. where she said fireworks. No, 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 no. no, no. This the is worst. the one, Teenage Dream, where she's oh. in the car, and it's just a fun, like, youthful song. And I think it was so cool that the Glee cast was singing it, or just. Uh, there's a different version of it. Like yeah. I was even like, "This is so, good." So not, I did not, love not it. the normal guy. This is not the all normal the boys class, sang it. Right? Yeah, it was all, oh, the, all these yeah, new boys. All the boys. Well, well, yeah. that. Well, I mean, yeah, but I it was also, also that sort of boy. What's it? The boy choir feeling. What's that oh, called? Oh, um, barbershop well, quartet. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like like three, three, three layered harmonies. Which was something a bit different. Yeah. That we but don't acapella get. as well. I mean, you know, like no, no band behind it. I mean, it was a superb performance. But I just, I would have expected. 
the umbrella um, singing the rain thing to maybe do right. that. Not 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 a an all male a cappella performance with no none of the actual like like regular class singing it cast singing. It. I just think it was extraordinary piece of kismet, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And obviously Katy Perry is bloody popular with the kids. Well, mm. Right? Well, yeah. yeah. Of course, she was on Sesame, Sesame Street. <laughs> well, she got kicked off of Sesame Street for showing all Her those tatas. boobs. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, what do you mean? Sh- Katy Perry filmed an episode of <laughs> Sesame, Sesame Street. Street and they protested because her, her dress head was deep V, like a lot of cleavage. Did it show. go to where? No. It's on YouTube. They cut check it, it out. Yeah, they cut it though. <laughs> oh it wasn't it's interesting. Uh, there's something in a very, very dark place of my mind that is drawn to that. Wow. <laughs> of course it is. Just the Katy Perry you. part. Yeah. Just the Katy Perry part. Yeah. With the Muppet right here. Uh, <laughs> I think there was, wasn't there? Yeah, there's a Muppet, Muppet bouncing by her head. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. My secret fetish is revealed. Each puppet. Um, <laughs> before things go any further south into the gutter, let's bring tonight's episode of After Buzz TV to an end. It was Glee, Season 2, Episode 8. Furt was the title. Our summation was it was a bit of a wet fart episode. <laughs> thanks for the sound effect, Ashanti. Uh, thanks, Ashanti, Trilbs, Kat, and Corey for being here. Join us next week for what we're sure will be a return to form for Glee. Thanks for tuning in, um, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer Corey Sheehan, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com or buzz into our Twitter account or Facebook page by searching AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> <laughs>